here's a message from Ken Lavica. Big stadium representing Long Island is Coquel. Look at that majestic beard, the shorts, the flip-flops, dressed for success. Oh, oh God, what's he, what's he doing? What is he? Oh no, his pants are the bathroom. Disgusting. Joe Rigotti hit the open. On your mark. Get set. Go! You are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. No, no, no. Stick around. Hang out with us. Cool. Yeah, we'll stay and hang around with you. It's Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 1063. Olympic Games are underway. The Olympiad is officially starting in Japan, in Tokyo, and I could not be more excited. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Finally, we're back together, though we are separated. It's very sad. I am coming to you for day number two, my final day from Indianapolis Big Ten Media Days. Coquel is back from the ACC, his triumphant return after angering Dabo Swinney and trying to cut name, image, and likeness deals with various ACC college football players. And it is Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel. Coquel sitting in the Anna John Levine Accident Attorney Studios, downtown West Palm Beach, Phillips Point Towers, right off of the... Actually, Coquel, how is the Intracoastal today? It's lukewarm. Okay, the lukewarm Intracoastal, and we're presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Coquel, did you watch any... First of all, welcome back. Hey, it's thanks, good to buddy. have you back on the show. Uh, did you watch any of the Olympic opening ceremonies today? I just found out that they're opening ceremonies today. <laughs> Surprise! Oh, excellent. Good, good, good. Um, before we, we get to the Olympics, uh, first off, how was your overall experience at ACC? We need to reconnect because I don't talk to Coquel outside of the show. I refuse to. So uh, this is how I, I talk with him and how I find out about what he's doing and what he's up to. How was ACC? It was, you know, it's always tough to get guests. So I only had to settle in for Dabo Sweeney, Mike Norvell, Manny Diaz, huh. Mac Brown. Uh, who else? Dino Babers, DJ Uyungale. Lay, I've got a lay there. Um, who else? Dierra King, Kenny Prickett, Pickett, whatever his name was. Yeah, Sam, Sam, Sam Howell. It is, it is not Prickett. It is not Kenny Prickett. Uh, you, were, Kenny you, Prickett. You, were, you weren't there, so maybe I'll, <laughs> I'll make that decision. Oh, I knew that joke was coming. It was still funny. Well done. Uh, so that's awesome. Like that's that you did, uh, and, and this is in all honesty, and I make fun of Coquel all the time. Like that's a great, great job, and it is uh, Capital One Orange Bowl kickoff Friday here on ESPN 106.3. So right after presented by Duffy's, that, I'm allowed presented to say by it. Duffy's Sports Girl. Oh, Thank you. No. Oh, I say it. Okay, you can go ahead and say it one more time. Presented by Duffy's. Good. All right, so at 1 o'clock, uh, you'll get the best of the ACC, uh, and then you'll get the best of the Big Ten at 2 o'clock. The best of Miami and Florida State interviews comes up at 5 o'clock, and the best of Palm Beach County Treasure Coast players that Coquel talked to at ACC. That's at 6 o'clock, a uh, special edition of High School Hysteria. Before we get into Olympics, though, I need to tell you about something. Uh, my, my experience at Big Ten, and I love the Orange Bowl, and I love uh, our partnership with them, but, man, the Big Ten, compared to what you did at the ACC, is just a drag. Uh, I, I want you to to tell me what you think of this. So, Bob Stoops is here. Okay. okay. 
and he is the new Fox analyst in studio. He replaces Urban Meyer. And I went up to him yesterday, and I've met Bob Stoops before. When FAU went to play Oklahoma in 2018, opened that season, talked with him. He was great. He's like your uncle. He's like your, your cool uncle. I walked up and asked him, hey, uh, would you maybe want to jump on for a couple of minutes? Uh, you know, I know your brother, the new defensive coordinator at, uh, at FAU. I thought that would get me in the door. I thought that would be my leverage. And he goes, ah, nope, nope, no. I'm just here for, uh, for behind-the-scenes Frank talks with the coaches. And, uh, oh, I haven't talked to my brother, so uh, tell him I said hi. Yeah. So Bob, Bob Stoops told me to tell his brother that he says hi. What do, what do you make of that? That's really weird. That means that there's got to be a divide there, right? Like that is that was my first thought. Maybe they just don't have that type of relationship where they talk all the time. But I've never had someone else's sibling tell me to pass along that they said hi. Yeah, that, I've never that's never happened to me anywhere with anybody, but it happened with Bob Stoops. I mean, we've seen family split over the last bunch of years, and that could be one of those cases, and I'm that's total speculation with no basis of their relationship. <laughs> yeah, I mean we're being wildly reckless, but I but I did have the same thought as you, like what's going on there? That's not a normal brother brother relationship, right? Either that or he just really didn't want to talk to you and was like, I know how to end this conversation. Let could him think be. about this. Could be. So what I'm going to do when I see Mike Stoops this week, the new FAU defensive coordinator, I'm going to say, hey, your brother Bob says hi, and I'll gauge the reaction from Mike and see how that works out. That was bizarre. Oh, and by the way, I went to the bathroom right before we started the show, and uh, there was blood splattered all over it. So All over what? Is, uh, all over the toilet. All oh, over okay. the toilet. I was worried yeah, about you yeah. there. I was no, not, not the actual bathroom. <laughs> yes, yes. But uh, there, was, there was blood all over the toilet. So other than that, things are great here in Indianapolis, and I get on a plane in uh, four hours. I mean, four I was, hours and counting. I had the Orange Bowl people right next to me. They were so great. And Ken, you know all those guests I lined up and the great shows we have again at one and two i guess uh-huh. and five to six and six to seven a lot of coquel today by the way um yeah. i didn't do any work i just sat there and they brought You're, them to me it's awesome it's great it's it's really really good it, the big 10 for whatever reason doesn't make many of its coaches available so really thank all the fine folks at illinois and brett bielema for uh, bucking the trend here in indianapolis here at uh, big 10 media days by the way paul christ of wisconsin Wisconsin head coach is uh, addressing the media right now here at Lucas Oil Stadium. Um, all right, let's talk Olympics. You didn't know it was the opening ceremonies, but uh, I did watch a good portion of it. I missed the U.S. walking in. It was so weird, though, to have this without fans. There were about 900 people in that massive rebuilt Tokyo Olympic Stadium, and these poor athletes, they're walking in, they're excited, but there's nobody to wave to. There's nobody that's applauding them. There's nobody that's welcoming them to Tokyo, but what was cool was Naomi Osaka lighting the Olympic cauldron. Now that was cool. And think about it, Coquel. Like she's someone that has been largely taking heat for uh, taking some time away from tennis and her media uh, demands, or at least trying to make it known that, hey, I don't want to do this. It's not good for my mental health. Like Megan Kelly, formerly of Fox News and NBC, was ripping her apart on Twitter. And there she is, center stage in front of the world, lighting the Olympic cauldron. I thought you, that was really, really awesome. Do you think maybe the coaches and the players at the Big Ten don't? want to talk to you because you say things like Olympic cauldron instead of the Olympic torch 
Well, the torch is what you carry. No, and a cauldron is what you light. A torch, a torch, and a cauldron are two very different There's things. There's not a witch know. there brewing something. There's not a cauldron. It's the Olympic torch, the fire. No, the the Olympic torch is what you run with, and what they've been running with for a year, or I guess now two years, before you get to the stadium. They must you be hold tired. A torch. Yeah, I know. Seriously, imagine if the pandemic comes and you're running, and they're like, "Oh, games are canceled. You just got to keep, <laughs> keep going." Like, oh God, my legs are so tired. What do I do? <laughs> um, but the Olympics are underway, and I am curious because NBC. And our fine friends at WPTV News Channel 5, where you can watch the Olympics. But NBC pays a lot of money, a lot of money to carry the Olympics, to be the home of the Olympics. Sponsors and corporations spend a lot of money to get exposure on NBC during the Olympics. What in the Olympics are you Watching, I think it's easy to say, oh, I don't care about the Olympics, and I largely don't, but I'm still going to watch. There's still certain things I want to see. So what over the next two weeks are you watching with the Olympics? What in the Olympics are you watching? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And you can tweet at us, at ESPN West Palm. And I don't know if you know this, Coquel. I'm just acting as if you don't. You realize there's a trampoline competition, right? Wait a minute, what? Yeah. There is competitive trampoline competition in the Olympics. I believe this is the second Summer Olympics that they've had it. And so you're flipping and you're doing different tricks and you're on the trampoline. It's basically gymnasts on trampolines and whoever gets the highest score wins. That's what I'm watching. Didn't the man show do that like 20 years ago? <laughs> well, first of all, that was different. Because I, I now have, was a, girls, I have, a, that was, I have a new favorite event. <laughs> no, it's not like that. That was girls oh. on trampolines, oh. and they were wearing bikinis, and they were just jumping on trampolines. Oh. What did they call them? The juggies? I, I, what... I'm trying not to get in trouble, Ken. I just thought uh, well, I, I wasn't there for that part of it. I just thought yeah. it was a great Sure, I got nothing. Yeah, that was there yeah. for that. I was there for uh-huh, that. Uh-huh. Yeah. So the trampolines, that's what I'm watching. I, I'm, I'm going to watch some Olympic basketball. Do you think they can pull off the move that I can do where I fall on my butt and then bounce back up to standing up that amazes my kids every time? <laughs> so, yeah, so when when I think of the Olympic trampoline competition, that is the first place my mind goes to is when you wow your kids because I do the same thing. Everybody's got the patented bounce on your butt back up to your feet move on the trampoline. Absolutely. Did you ever injure yourself as a kid on the trampoline, by the way? No, just as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> oh my groin! Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had a buddy actually though who, um, when when uh, I was in high school, that was junk- jumping on a trampoline, and his leg went through the side. You know that, oh, little, that, middle, area that little pot between yep. the frame and the and the actual fabric. That's a problem. Like that's where broken legs happen. And he did not break his leg, but he ripped his leg up real good. And those metal but, coils, the the spiral yeah. coils there, yeah, those aren't great either. That is a great way to get tetanus, by the way. Uh, But what in the Olympics are you watching? Because I'm going to give Olympic basketball a pop. Uh, In fact, today, Devin Booker is on a flight with... Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday, uh, halfway around the world, two guys that just beat him in the finals to join up with Team USA. How awful of a flight does that have to be for Devin Booker? You think he cares? I think these guys are so beyond that that they're like, all right, well, we finished work here. Let's go do work over there. You think that that he's put it behind him to a point where he's going to enjoy that flight with those two? And if you're those two, do you give him crap for a portion of the flight? I think it's more awkward for the guys who won. 
Because now they got to like act like they don't care and they're not as excited as they are, where if he wasn't like, on the flight, they'd be partying yeah. another 12 hours. Yeah, got to move on. I wonder if they still smell like liquor, if they just smell like hard alcohol and and, and they've been partying for the last 48 hours. Make, trample- make, oh, open, th- make open three jokes because he's <laughs> how many open threes Booker missed at the end. <laughs> oh, man, what an awkward flight. I think part of it is awkward, and that's a long flight too. I mean, a long, long flight. But what in the Olympics are you watching? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, tweeted us at ESPN West. Palm. I prefer typically the Winter Olympics over the Summer Olympics. Now, the Summer Olympics are cool because you have the 100-meter dash. Uh, mm-hmm. You have the fastest man and women in the world, but the fact that Shakari Richardson isn't there makes that kind of lame. I'm not nearly as into it. There's no Usain Bolt anymore. There's what? no household name. Yeah, he's not in the Olympics. Yeah. He's done. Uh, he's old at this point. You've got Simone Biles. So, Simone Biles, I think probably is the top U.S. attraction, right? Like, we're, we're going to have Olympic basketball, and uh, we're going to have uh, Katie Ledecky in the pool, but isn't Simone Biles, like, the face of uh, USA athletics here in in the Olympics? Oh, I'm going to have to deal with Twitter pretending they care about Simone Biles. <laughs> but it's not about but it's not about caring about gymnastics. Can't, can't you, at, on its face, appreciate someone who's the best at what they do of all time. She's great. She's the greatest gymnast ever. She's great, and that is amazing, but I don't need to see everyone's opinion as if they cared about gymnastics forever and they're just so proud of her and inspired when really they didn't watch three minutes of the Olympics. So it sort of sounds to me like you're anti-Olympics. Like you think that it's much ado about nothing. I'm anti-people pretending they care more about the Olympics than they actually do. But isn't, isn't it something to be said that every four years that sport that you and I don't care about at all, like we are going to get behind someone like Simone Biles, someone who's a role model, someone who's the greatest of all time? That's You think that's wrong? You think that's a problem? You're really going to watch it? Yeah. You're lying. Yes. You're lying. You're not going to watch a minute. You're going to watch the highlights like me when Van Pelt tells you how great it is, and that's it. Then we're good. Call it a day. I'll tell you tomorrow how awesome it was when I tell you how locked in I was. Like, get out her, of here. Her, Watch her it. top events. Her top events are the floor routine and the vault. I'm going to make an appointment viewing to see her do the floor routine and the vault. Like, she is the greatest of all time. I'm not going to miss that. When when Michael Phelps was going for uh, for his record breaking gold medal haul, I watched every single one of his races. They were all in prime time, including the medley where they came back and beat Australia. That drum dramatic swim and for me that was in brazil i'm i'm into that i i like that do i care about shooting no do i care about uh cycling no not gonna watch that but do i care about seeing the best to ever do it actually do it yeah simone biles is gonna be appointment viewing i'm gonna sit down and i'm gonna watch that i'm gonna watch katie ledecky try and beat a bunch of floating australians in the pool you're lying. I'm not lying. You are the, so you're going to wake up at 6 a.m. because that's when she's competing in qualifying round. You're going to yes. get up at 6 a.m. and watch that. Dude, I'm awake at 5 Yeah, and, and you're running day. around taking shirtless selfies. You won't have time to watch that. You, there, there is zero chance that you're I want live tweeting at 6 a.m. when she's competing. Okay. I will be watching it while on my run because I can double oh, while, <laughs> while on my You're going to check Twitter and be like, oh, yeah, she was amazing. Like, get out of here. While, how do you watch it while you're on your run? It's called an app. I don't know if you're aware of technology and how that works these days, but I have full access yeah, to you're not the really NBC watching. family of networks. Oh, st- you're, you are such a fraud. 
What do you mean a frog? You're not going to – at 6 a.m., you're going to go running and watch the floor routine or the vault. Yeah. You're, yeah. you're such a liar. Just be honest for once am. in your life. I can't tell you how many times on a run early on a Saturday morning because that's my long run. That's where I'm typically going 14 miles. Uh, how, how often I've watched uh, soccer and watched Premier League uh, uh, during that Another spot. thing I'm not even sure if you really watch is uh, uh, with the Olympics. What are you watching? Are you what are you in the Olympics? Are you watching? Because I'm not buying that people are just avoiding the Olympics altogether. Oh, it's too political. No, 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 no. Because you're eventually going to be drawn to it. Because that is what people are going to be talking about on social media. So what are you watching? What are you going to make appointment viewing? Is it going to be Simone Biles? Is it going to be Katie Ledecky? Is it going to be USA basketball, men's and women's? Because there might be a lot of intrigue on the basketball side. Neither of those teams looked good in the run-up to the Olympics. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And again, tweeted us at ESPN West Palm. I want to make another point, too, about my workout habits, Coquel, because you're. I really don't appreciate how you're back on the show and you're just trying to diminish me and you're trying to call me a liar. But I'm in in meatball paradise okay this is big 10 football this is the center of the football universe okay and guess who is the first in the gym every single day not jim harbaugh not brett bielema not paul christ not ryan day ken lavica ken the jw marriott in indianapolis ken? early bird gets the warm and that was ken ken mm-hmm. yeah. can i tell you something what's up buddy if i went to big 10 media day i'd be a pillar of fitness that's not, that's not something to be proud of, buddy. That's not the bar is not Big Ten media members. <laughs> oh, man. Do they serve right. gravy for coffee? It's Big Ten media days. Like, come on. <laughs> There's just cheese curds and fried yeah. things all over the place. I, uh, but, but I was the first one in the gym getting the workout in. I ran Indianapolis. Indianapolis, by the way, what a great city. Just an absolutely beautiful city. But also, here at Lucas Oil Stadium, there was blood on the toilet, and I'm ready to go home. And don't worry, Bob. <laughs> I'm going to pass along to your brother that you said hi. I still can't get over that. I don't understand how that actually works. Bob Stoops telling me to tell his brother that he says hi dude just pick up your phone <laughs> just text him like something that was such a weird exchange by your new fox studio analyst 888-760-3776 888-760-3776 what in the olympics are you watching and let's throw another one on here what do you prefer the summer or the winter olympics because the winter olympics have the sport where you cross-country ski and then you shoot guns that's the single best sport uh competitive sport in the world and it's not even a conversation 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. And Ken Levick Alive is presented by the FAU MBA Sport Management Program. Hey, Coquel, why don't you help me out here? Tell me, where would be a good place, do you think, to watch the Olympics when they're prime time on tape delay? I would watch them at any time at Stormhouse Brewing. Yeah, that is a great call. Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach, just a half mile south of PGA Boulevard. Crystal Cove comments, they've got all the sports on there for you. Major League Baseball, Gold Cup right now. The USA is into the knockout stage. And, yes, the Olympics. NBC is going to be carrying uh, everything in prime time in case you miss it at 6 in the morning. I won't, of course, because I'll be running and watching at the same time. But if you need to catch it in prime time, and you will want to, do it at Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhousebrewing.com. Check out their craft beer menu. Check out their gastropub menu. That's right, a craft brewery with a menu. Mm. That's insane. Why Mm. don't more craft breweries do this? Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach. 
KHUS1, half mile south of PGA Boulevard in the Crystal Cove Commons. When we return, we have NFL players threatening to retire because they've been asked to get the COVID vaccine. Is that fair? We'll discuss. He's Kokel. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm an Indian. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Spend your lunch with Ken by calling 888-760-3776. It's Ken LaVica Live. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken LaVica and Chris Coquel. The NFL laying the law down on the COVID vaccines. At least warning players, hey, if you don't get it, you're putting your team at a competitive risk. And some players have not responded kindly to it. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3. We are streaming on the free ESPN app and on your smart speaker. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Siri. Hey, Google Play. ESPN 106.3. Coquel, you're uh, actually going to be doing a show on Sunday, right? I am, Ken. Yes, I'm doing that show at PBKC with J-Mart. I'm excited. Little little sports car, little memorabilia action. Are you a sports card guy? I was growing up. I was big time into baseball cards. I actually had, back in the day, these silver coins that were cards of baseball players, but they were actually made out of, like, metal of old, old players. Yeah, until my mom threw them out. I'm scared to look up how much they're worth. Yeah. Oh, my. I'm that guy. On accident or because she was angry? No, she was just cleaning out the house after I went to college. And and it was like all, like, I'm talking about her aunt gave them to her. That's how old they were. And then she gave them to me. And then my mom threw them out. Oh, my God. But I'm excited because the sports card market is exploding and everybody needs to come see for themselves this Sunday at the PBKC Sports Card Show all day from 9 to 4 on the second floor of the Palm Beach Kennel Club. Over 60 vendor tables and featuring signed icon to buy, sell, and trade your cards. Enjoy great food, a full bar, door prizes, and, of course, ESPN 106.3. Me and J-Mart will be there. Admission is free. The PBK Sports Card Show, South Florida's premier sports card and memorabilia show. Make sure you tune in not just this Sunday, but the last Sunday of every month. More info at PB, uh, excuse me, at pbkennelclub.com. All right, so the NFL sent out a memo yesterday, and it laid out that it will not accommodate having to reschedule games, move games, if a breakout happens amongst unvaccinated players, a COVID-19 breakout amongst unvaccinated players on a team this season. Uh, This is from ESPN.com. Now, this is from the memo. Quote, whether to reschedule a postponed game will be dependent on health and safety reasons at the recommendation of medical experts as well as considerations of stadium availability, schedule integrity, fan convenience, and other appropriate matters. So, if a forfeit occurs, players from both teams will lose their game checks. The team that suffered the outbreak with the unvaccinated players would be responsible for any shortfall in the league's revenue sharing pool and also would be credited with a loss for the purposes of playoff seeding with the opposing team credited with a win. That is significant and that is unprecedented. According to the memo, if an outbreak amongst vaccinated players causes the postponement of a game, the league will attempt to minimize the competitive and economic burden on both participating 
teams. Now, the NFL has laid out a lot of personal incentives for players to get vaccinated, including lax testing, including being able to uh, have relaxed protocols on the road. Uh, and uh, they've really clamped down on the protocols for the unvaccinated players. But now the teams will get punished. There's no rescheduling. Uh, if you can't get it in, in the 18-week season, then that's a loss, and the team with the breakout has to pay for the financial shortcomings. Game checks, attendance woes, that is wild. I mean, that is an extreme step, and the NFL is looking for 85% of rosters to be vaccinated. Guess how many teams are there right now? 16 have hit that threshold a month and a half from the season. Just 16, just barely over half the teams in the NFL. Is this fair? Is the NFL being fair by threatening forfeit and having to pay the difference in money lost if there are unvaccinated players that cause an outbreak? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And Coquel, what's striking to me is that if it's an outbreak of unvaccinated players, that's where the hammer comes down. If it is an outbreak of vaccinated players, the NFL is going to do what it can to uh, help come up with the costs lost if a game has to be forfeited and make sure that game checks are paid. What a message sender this is. This is really, really strong and almost is a, like, hey, you've got to do this for public health reasons. Not so much rescheduling, but this is trying to send a message about public health and it's I, I, I'm proud of it. I'm glad they're doing it. But also, they're really throwing themselves into a political battle here because this isn't all football. But isn't it really a political battle? It shouldn't be. It should not be. But the fact that they are, hey, an outbreak of vaccinated players, we got your back. Unvaccinated players, sorry, you're on the hook for all of that money lost and you're taking an L. Like, that's quite a statement. Two things. I hate when people say race is politics, race issues, because to me that's not politics at all. Now, this is health and science. I don't think that's really a political thing to believe in science. shouldn't be a political thing. That shouldn't be considered a political issue. I mean, but my question is, how is the NFL going to figure out, like, oh, patient zero was unvaccinated. COVID, which one did you start with? Like, are they going to interview COVID? How do they know where it started? Well, I think that I, – I, one, I don't think that matters. I think what actually matters, though, is that uh, you know the, there's enough data out there for them to know that it is much less likely for a vaccinated person to be a spreader of COVID as opposed to an unvaccinated player. And that's what they're going by here because you're going to know who's vaccinated and who's not. The NFL seems pretty intent on punishing those players that don't get the vaccine. Like they're trying to push and push and push. So they dangled relaxed protocols. That didn't work. Now they're dangling. You could hurt your team. And make no mistake, the NFL will absolutely find a way to make public who is unvaccinated. They will absolutely find a way to make public who is out, who was unvaccinated and are part of an outbreak. Like That's absolutely going to happen. I don't know is, if they can... Can they report it like that, or will they do what happened with Chris Paul, where we found out pretty much he was vaccinated because he had less of a wait time yeah. to come back? Well, it can be leaked. 
I mean, it absolutely can be leaked. I mean, there there was a report, there was discussion that the NFL was thinking about, uh, and and whether or not a player is vaccinated or not, I, I don't think that that's a HIPAA violation if you disclose that. Uh, I mean, that's not a medical condition. It's them actually taking on public health measures. So that I don't think that's a HIPAA violation. I don't think there'd be anything illegal about that. And we're going to find out one way or another, because if there is an outbreak, yeah, I mean, from that standpoint, what you say is absolutely going to take place. And reporters will be based- able to tell because the players in the in the building have to wear masks and have to eat yeah. separately. And I mean, yep. it'll, it'll get out there that way where you can tell who is and who isn't. Yep. And the the vaccinated players can test out of contact tracing or out of their quarantine with two negative tests 24 hours apart, whereas the same rules from last year apply. You test positive for COVID, 10 days right there. You're gone. You're you're not coming back. You're not testing out of it. But that's not working. So now the teams are on the hook. But this is extreme. Is the NFL being fair? Is the NFL being fair to those players that don't want to get the vaccine? 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. And there's so much passion around this. I get it. But then you've got DeAndre Hopkins floating out there that, oh, uh, first he tweets freedom, and then Ugh. he threatens retirement, saying that, oh, forcing me to get the shot, that might force me out of the league. That's extreme. I also think that's kind of immature, no? Like, that's really immature and a completely disproportionate reaction to, God forbid, you helping a, another massive outbreak that's happening right now in this country. Can I flip it around? Sure. What about if the NFL, we look at it, instead of they're forcing the players to get shots, they're protecting the players who already got shots. Like, that's really what they're doing as well. They're protecting their players that are doing the right thing and and getting the medical attention. I send my kids to school every day. Those schools, I have to give them a shots record, right? That's a vaccination report, everyone. That's what that is. And I would be upset if they let someone else in who didn't have that same vaccine, vaccine report and my kids got sick by some disease that was supposed to be ended in 1827. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really so for me. I don't think that it's a violation of one's freedom to say, "Hey, you'd be best served to take this shot." That efficacy has been proven, and uh, let's be honest: after nine months of this thing being around, you would know if there was any long-term effects. Not to mention that there's no vaccine in human history that is ever shown to uh, give issues six or seven months after you receive the vaccine. Like you, you, it either something bad happens or it doesn't. You know. But for DeAndre Hopkins to be talking about retirement, for Cole Beasley still on his thing on social media, John Feliciano, the former Kane on the Bills, who is tweeting out conspiracy theories. That's why he's not getting the vaccine. Like The NFL is fighting a very difficult battle right now. But how many times at the ACC did you have to ask the question about vaccines? How many times did that come up over ACC? I have to imagine a bunch, right? Well, you can find out at 1 o'clock today how many times I asked. Also at 5 to 6 during the Canes and Knowles special, but I asked every single group, and you can tell right away. In Dino Babers in Syracuse, they were proud of how vaccinated they were. Miami Hurricanes, proud of how vaccinated they were. Clemson, I'm a little worried about those guys. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and and I'm, I'm not surprised. Uh, I think that I asked the question earlier this week, if there is an outbreak in college football, and this was specific to the SEC, um, who, who, who would the blame lie on? 
if an unvaccinated team, a team that didn't meet a threshold, had to miss games. And I wondered who the blame would fall on. And it's become clear. I think it's the coaches, right? Like, those are the ones that are sending the direct message, at least at the college level. Those are the ones that are responsible for, hey, if you don't get this done, this is what you're missing out on. This is what you're losing. This is how I'm going to make life difficult for you. It's the coaches, right? And same thing with the NFL, no? Yeah, well, I mean, even more so in in college because we can pretend that it's all professional business in college, but they are still 18, 19-year-old kids going off to college for the first time and leaving their own parents for the first time. But then you see things like the, the Washington State coach who isn't vaccinated. There's no way he's going to lead his team to get vaccinated uh-huh. after that. That's embarrassing for Washington State. I mean, like that that is really embarrassing. It seems to be the way they hire. Yeah, yeah. I I mean, I can't. I cannot believe that there is a coach in a major conference in America who could not attend his conference's media days because he opted to not get the vaccine and for personal reasons. Oh, I for I, I need some of these NFL players. And I need Nick Rolovich to tell me what those personal reasons are. Because that's not normal. That's not normal. Personal reasons. Okay, well, what are the personal reasons? Is it something you read off of Reddit? Is it something that you read off of Facebook? I just, I don't understand it. But is the NFL being unfair by uh, threatening forfeits and a major financial hit to these teams if unvaccinated players cause an outbreak on the team if there's an outbreak amongst unvaccinated players. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. Ken Levick alive featuring Coquel here on ESPN 106.3. We'll have a little Greenway, Kia West Palm Beach, red light, green light in just a couple of minutes. And we're giving away a $50 gift card, $50, $50 gift card to Stormhouse yes. Brewing in North Palm Beach. It's going to be Big Ten Trivia later on in the show. So $50, 0 It will be on the line later in the show. Stormhouse Brewing. Uh, and uh, we do the Stormhouse giveaway every single Friday. A little Big Ten Trivia today. Hey, EDS is yes. EDS Air Conditioning. They've got your back if your air conditioning goes out. It is hot. It is humid. It is yucky. It is gross. That is South Florida in the summer. EDS is yes. If your air conditioning goes down, you got to make sure that you contact the fine folks at EDS Air Conditioning. Go to edsairconditioning.com. Find out when you can get something scheduled. They're working around you. They're working around you. They're finding out your schedule. They want to put together their schedule times, their appointment times around your schedule because they know you don't have all day to wait around. EDS Air Conditioning, they handle all your plumbing needs as well. That's edsairconditioning.com. EDS is, yes, they're a train comfort specialist. It's hard to stop a train. They're using the best equipment at EDS, EDS Air Conditioning. When we return... Little Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light, including college football. Are we about to have another conference realignment and a run-in between Coquel and Dabo oh. Swinney? Shocking. When we return, he's Coquel. I'm Ken Levicka. I'm an Indian. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. Ken Levicka live on ESPN 106.3. Presented by FAU MBA and Sport Management Program. Here's Ken and Coquel. My life be like. My life be like. And it looks like college football conferences are going to start shuffling again. There's also a new name. 
for the Cleveland Indians, and I think it's hilarious. Uh, not to mention the Olympics are underway. We're going to cover all of these things with a little Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light. We do it every single week here on ESPN 106.3. But, Coquel, hold on to your pants, because before we do that, the soap opera that has swept the nation has another new episode. <laughs> Cheese turns. This portion brought to you today by FAU MBA Sport Management Program, FAU.edu slash MBA Sport. And by Lawler and Associates Personal Injury Attorneys. All right, Coquel. So this actually is not Aaron Rodgers related, but the Packers soap opera continues. According to Ian Rappaport of the NFL Network, the Packers and star wide receiver Devontae Adams have broken off long-term extension talks. There's no current plans to resume them. The two sides have been negotiating for months, but they're now in a bad place, sources say. First the quarterback, now the number one wide receiver. The Packers are a complete mess. Yeah, they're in trouble. They're, they're, you're also ruining red light, green light, by the way. Just, just want to throw that out there. Oh, get, I didn't know you had it on there. You didn't get the show notes. <clears throat> oh, whoops. Uh, by the way, he's in the uh, final year of his contract. He's another restricted <laughs> free agent next year. All right, uh, Greenway, Kia, West Palm Beach, red light, green light. Time for Ken and Coquel to decide if they want to stop or go. Red light, stop. Green light, go. Red light, stop. Green light, go. Red, stop. Green, go. Red light, green light, now you know. Red light, green light is driven by Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. I'm at Big Ten Media Days. I'm Ken Levick. I'm in Indianapolis, Lucas Oil Stadium. Uh, Let's see. Oh, Ryan Day's at the podium right now. Uh, Coquel, have you ever met Ryan Day? I have not. Okay. Uh, how many of the ACC coaches, by the way, that you talked to had you met in recruiting when you were uh, a high school coach? Um, I don't know about in recruiting, but I did ACC Media Days the other the um, couple years ago, so I knew I had met them all pretty much from there. Did anybody remember you? No, not at all. Even Manny Diaz was like, "Who are you?" And he's the one I've known for the longest and texted with. <laughs> you know, whatever. No big deal, <laughs> Who Manny. Are you, He's like, uh, uh, why are you man. talking to me like you know me? Hey, don't let it get to you. You know what you should do, though? Next year when you go to ACC, just act like, oh, yeah, I've known these guys for a long time. Just lie about it because you get all of them. You're able to talk to all of them and interview them. Like, you should just act like you've known them forever. Just buddy-buddy. I, w- buddy. I pulled out things like I know a lot of their assistant coaches I've met, and I would just start talking casually. Uh, like, Dino Baber's like, oh, yeah, Nick's a great guy. Talk about Nick Monroe, their DB coach. And he's yeah. like, oh, like it just kind of breaks down that wall that we have mutual people we know. So that helps yeah. a little bit. Meanwhile, here, my uh, my highlight of my, my two days here at Big Ten Media Days has been Bob Stoops telling me to tell his brother that he said hi. I mean, that's that probably is... a quote that no one else in the country has ever gotten in their lives. That's true. It is breaking news. But Bob Stoops telling me to tell his brother that he said hi did not see that coming. Wildly unexpected. All right. Uh, Coquel, red light, green light, brought to you by Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Please go through the rules if you could. Uh, red means stop. Green means go. <laughs> did you not hear the song again? So red means you don't want it. Green means you're all for it. Perfect. Now we're clear. Let's go. All right, Ken. I don't know if you heard, but between the Aaron Rodgers saga (laughs) and now troubling contract talks with Devontae Adams, the Packers run is over. 
By the way, you got a great insight into what we do before the show, and that is nothing. <laughs> that is absolutely nothing. Um, so ask the question again. Is the Packers run over? No, that's not a question. Don't do that to me. The Packers oh, run is over. It's a damn, statement. It's buy this. or sell. I'm sorry. Remember, I'm sorry. remember the right. buy or sell segment we saw on TV? Yeah. And we're like, oh, what can we do with that? It's that. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yes, the statement. Uh, the Packers run is over. I'm going to give that a big, fat green light. Yeah, Devontae Adams, he's going to be an unrestricted free agent. He is gone after this season. Jordan Love is going to be your new Packers starting quarterback. I don't think there's any doubt. Aaron Rodgers turning down an offer that would have made him the highest paid player in the NFL. And this probably happened several months ago. That ship has sailed. Aaron Rodgers is going elsewhere. And with Aaron Rodgers goes the Packers being competitive. And get ready. Ready for your NFC North champion, Chicago Bears. Oh, stop it. Andy Dalton? QB1? Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, he will initially be QB1. I would say by week five, Justin Fields is your guy, right? Just put Justin Fields out there right away. <laughs> Don't even play it. Like, if you had a different backup quarterback, I'd be all for it. But Andy Dalton's terrible. Uh, what else do we have in red light, green light? Sticking in the cheese state, Giannis Antetokounmpo is now the face of the NBA. Ooh, that's a really good statement. Thank you. Hmm. Oh, by the way, what did I say about Andy Dalton when we first started this show? Uh, and you killed me for it? I don't remember. That, I don't listen. That he was, he was a serviceable, like above average starting quarterback. Yeah, Is that what I said? yeah but you, you say a lot of – you also said that you're going to watch Simone Biles at 6 a.m., but you're not going to do that either. So I am going to watch Simone Biles at like 6 a.m. Stop. Stop doubting me and my patriotism. Thank you very much. Oh, girl uh, power. I love America. I'm Captain Ken. You know what I always say? America first. Uh, oh, no. Uh, don't, don't get me fired, man. It's Friday. I had a lot of traveling. I may have had some drinks this morning. Wait, what? <laughs> Excuse me? Sorry. Giannis is not the face of the NBA. Uh, Giannis is not even the face of the state of Wisconsin when it comes to sports. But he's getting there. So I'm going to give that a red light. But here's me giving credit to Giannis. I think after LeBron, Giannis is probably now the second most recognizable face and brand and name in the NBA. It's just so easy to say Giannis. He's so fun-loving. He's been uh, driving throughout the Wisconsin, the Milwaukee area, buying up 50-piece nuggets from Chick-fil-A. Like He's been on Facebook Live ever since they've won the championship. He's been a man about town. How can he not love it? He is right behind LeBron as the face of the NBA. He's right behind Aaron Rodgers as the face of Wisconsin sports, which means a lot. I spent a year there in Madison. It's enough for me to know that place is sports crazy, and that place latches onto their heroes unlike any other place that I have ever seen in this country. Once Aaron Rodgers leaves, which is inevitable, once he gets traded, Giannis will be the face of Wisconsin sports. It's not just there quite yet. It's close, but it still gets a red light. It's crazy how young Giannis is. And is Chick-fil-A a partner of ours? Uh, why are you putting me on the spotlight? All right, well, I won't say that they're overrated. I, I prefer Bud's Chicken. That's all I just wanted to say. That's where he should come down here and get some Bud's okay. Chicken. It's a fried okay. day. I'm Josh Cohen in the home team. Good day. Good Three save. to five. Good, good save. <laughs> so, Ken, red light, green light, brought to you by Greenway <laughs> Kia. The Guardians is the best new nickname in sports, Cleveland Guardians. Oh, that's a fat red light right there. The Cleveland Guardians is now your Cleveland baseball team. No, not a new team. The Indians are now the Guardians.
Think about it's, when. Oh, so go ahead. Sorry. No, I, no. I'm just going to say it was clear the Indians had to go, but this is this is what they they came up with. Think the about Guardians. when they play the Orioles, and they can go G's up, O's down. Like I mean, it's, it's worth it for that. So I was thinking about it. What are the what is their like short form nickname? The G's. Be? Is it the G's or is it the guards? How how are they going to be addressed? No, they got to be the G's. G's up, O's Why? down. They should play Baltimore all year long. <laughs> She's up, O's down. That is really good. I thoroughly enjoy that, actually. That's the one upside to the Guardians. Uh, do we, by any chance, I don't think I actually told Joe Rigotti to run it in. I had sent him the link to it. I don't think we have the actual video that they sent out explaining it. Uh, oh, we were going right. to do that on Monday. It's exciting. Tune in Monday. <laughs> okay. So the video, the way they explain it is that like there's a passion that comes from being from Cleveland, uh, and this is uh, they're they're being guardians of the culture, guardians of the land, and that's sort of my my synopsis of where the name comes from based on what the organization sent out. That's kind of lame. That's I, it's really it, when when you had the Cleveland Spiders out there, where you could have given a, a, a hat tip to the past, or you had the obvious Cleveland Rocks out there and you went with the Cleveland Guardians that's such a bad miss I mean it is a gigantic whiff just a huge whiff total red light not the best name in sports you think they took the Orioles series into into consideration because <laughs> I mean if they did I I'm all for think, it no I don't think they took the Orioles series into consideration I think this is purely a figment of the Coquel imagination though I have to give you credit it is funny, and it does to an extent salvage it, but unfortunately, I think they only play the Orioles seven times a year. They could be the guards. They could be the Ians. <laughs> the Ians. I so I just I wonder if they go with G's or guards as their short-form name. Did you see the logo, by the way? It's the Indians the logo. It's, or it's like... Um... It looks like a Guardians in the Galaxy type of uh, logo. Yeah. To me, uh, and I'm a logo nerd. I'm one of those guys. But it's like they took the the 90s Angels logo where it had, like, the wing coming off of the Angel and, like, the Dayton Flyers logo, and then they came together and were intimate, and their logo, <laughs> baby, is the new Guardians logo. It's the Indian-style like uh, lettering that they have on their uniforms, but it's a G, and it has, like, a wing on it, two wings on either side, and it's a base ball that it's attached to. Do it's Guardians really have wings? What is well, a Guardian? Is a guardian like angel. a guard? Oh, no, well, Guardian Angel. So the, uh, the Angels now. But in this <laughs> in this like we're going to need a whiteboard to actually figure out where this actually comes from and what it means. But I, I don't think this is a Guardian Angel. I think they're Guardians like warriors. Like the then way I see wings? it based off their video, I don't know where the wings come from. Maybe they're 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 I I don't know, man. Like, stop making this difficult for me. Because the Guardians, the way they described it, it's like they have spears and they're standing in front of a gate. And if anybody wants to try and ruin the culture of Cleveland, like, they're going to attack. Like, that's the way that they made it sound. But you're right. The logo has wings. So I'm having a hard time figuring out if it's spear Guardians or if it's Guardian Angels. Aren't you from Cleveland? No. Oh, Chicago, Cleveland, same thing. All right, next, Ken, red light, green light. I am pissed off. That really annoyed me, actually. What else do you have? (laughs) Last one, Ken, because we're way late. Texas and Oklahoma moving to the SEC is good for college football. No. No. Super League. 
Super League. But that's what it's going to turn into. Yeah, that's a red light. It's not good for college football, but we are on our way to a Super League. Like, absolutely. Uh, we are we are on our way to a supercontinent of college football. The Pangea of college football is here because once they move, the European, Big 12. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I can't argue with you on that. The Big 12 is dead, though. As soon as this move happens, the Big 12 is unequivocally dead. And so you're going to see all of those teams uh, get brought into other conferences. But me, from an FAU standpoint, let's just talk Florida Atlantic for a second, because the last wave of realignment, FAU got caught up in it, and they moved from the Sun Belt to Conference USA. The conferences that survive this next wave are going to be the ones with the best TV deals. And Conference USA does not have a good TV deal. They're aligned with CBS. They don't have an ESPN TV deal like the American does. That's where UCF, USF are. Uh, or the Sun Belt that just re-upped with ESPN with an outstanding TV deal. That's where your Liberties are. That's where your Coastal Carolinas are, Appalachian State, Louisiana. FAU is going to be sought after once, the, once I believe, Conference USA eventually d- disbands. There's going to be interest. But do they go Sunbelt? Do they go American and play UCF every year? What's going to happen to FAU? I am fascinated by it, but you're going to have a Super League. I mean, Coquel, you may have been joking about it, but you're right. This is going to turn into Super League college football, without question. I love Super Leagues. Yeah, I know you do. Even though I don't think it's good for the game. Regionality, regionality is important. Conferences are important, but it's not going to be the case anymore. There's going to be like three conferences that are going to be able to compete for a national championship. And then you have to have a discussion about what happens with your new expanded playoff because you had a a spot shoot in for your group of five. There's not going to be a group of five anymore because there's not going to be enough conferences to actually uh, do what you intended to do. And that's Greenway, Kia, red light, green light on this Friday here on ESPN. Yeah, let's not go to commercial, buddy. (laughs) Okay, we're just going to go three. All right, let's, all right, let's just ride it out then. Yeah. Greenway Kia, West Palm Beach, GreenwayKiaWestPalmBeach.com. Uh, just a half mile south of uh, Palm Beach International Airport on Military Trail. We were out there on Wednesday, and it was awesome. But the fine folks at Greenway Kia, they're going to put you in an automobile. They're going to keep trying for you, even if you have bad credit. Even if uh, you have issues buying a car, they're going to keep coming back, coming back, coming back, coming back until they finally find a way to get you in a beautiful and safe and dependable Kia automobile at Greenway Kia. Kia West Palm Beach. I'm a Greenway Kia West Palm Beach customer. You will be too, and for a long time. That's Greenway Kia West Palm Beach. Greenway Kia West Palm Beach dot com. Uh, so we're here at Big Ten Media Days, and I'm about to roll out of here. I'm about to head to the airport, come back to South Florida. We'll be in studio next week. Uh, the the biggest thing that I think you did, the most important thing I think you did, Coquel at ACC Media Days, came in a question that you posed to Dabo Swinney, Clemson head coach, about name, image, and likeness. And I'd like to to play that because I want you to explain what you felt Dabo was saying in response to this. But this is Coquel with Dabo Swinney, Clemson head coach from ACC Media Days, talking about name, image, and likeness. Don't you wish it was just X's and O's sometimes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the easy part. <laughs> so now we're going to get into name, image, and likeness because yeah. that's the next thing that came out, and you were very outspoken. You know, there was one point where I didn't know if you'd be here because you said I, I, you didn't want to coach in a world with name, image, and likeness that by all reports kind of gave that inclination. 
How has it been going for you now that it's gone through? Yeah, well, all those reports were false. Uh, you hmm. didn't have any report saying that, that I didn't want to coach if name, image. It never. I said if the sport of co- if college athletics was professionalized and we went away from the collegiate model scholarships, that's what I said. It's just convenient for people uh, to to hear what they want to hear and write what they want to write. Uh, name, image, and likeness is common sense. You know, it's common sense for a kid to, to, you know, if he wants to go take his time on his time and sign autographs to be able to make money doing that or to go to his hometown and have a football camp or or to if, if there's somebody that wants to uh, pay him to endorse their business or whatever, that's common sense stuff uh, to me. Uh, you know, this is the, the collegiate model has not changed one bit. Yep. They've not professionalized college athletics. Um, they've just given guys opportunity to, to do something that's simple on their time that they have to go do. Um, you know, so uh, that that's that 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 that's been a fun talking point for some people, but it's it's far from from accurate in, in what I said and and still say to this day. A little, uh, a little defensive there from Dabo, and that's fine. Except I don't understand his stance on not wanting college football to become professionalized. Like I, I still don't think that he truly is on board with this. What did you, what did you make of his response to you about NIL? Well, he sounded nice, but his face went from old smiley Dabo to a very angry scowl at me for the next ten minutes. And I also had pressed him a little bit about dropping one of our local kids, and you can hear that interview. At 1 o'clock. I love that. And by the way, in 2014, Dabo said, as far as paying players professionalizing college athletics, that's where you lose me. I'll go do something else because there's enough entitlement in this world as it is. That does not sound like someone who fully embraces name, image, and likeness and thinks that it's common sense like he told you. So you can hear that in full on ESPN 106.3. Before we go, we got to give away this Stormhouse Brewing $50 gift card. $50 gift card. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. So, Ohio State has won five Big Ten championship games here at Lucas Oil Stadium. Name one of the two Big Ten teams that have won the second most Big Ten championship games. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. The Big Ten championship game started in 2011. Ohio State's won five of them. Name one of the two teams that has won the second most Big Ten championship games. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. We're playing for a $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing. $50 gift card to Stormhouse Brewing in the Crystal Cove Commons in North Palm Beach. Jerry is in West Palm. Jerry, name one of the two teams that have won the second most Big Ten championship games. Um, I'm not a huge college buff, but I will say LSU. LSU not in the Big Ten. Sorry, Jerry. Uh, LSU in the SEC. Well, off to a roaring start there, Coquel. 888-760-3776, 888-760-3776. We even talked to the former coach of one of these programs yesterday here on Ken Levick Alive. Ray is in West Palm. Ray, uh, name What's one of the buddy? two teams. Uh, one of the two teams that's won the second most Big Ten championship games. I'm going to say Wisconsin. 
Well done. Ray is going to Stormhouse Brewing in North Palm Beach. He's got a $50 gift card. Michigan State, the other one. Wisconsin and Michigan State, either would have done it. Ray, congratulations. Uh, he's got Wisconsin as one of the two teams. They won the first two Big Ten championship games, in fact. Uh, let's quickly get into a little bit of Stormhouse Thank Brewing. Yeah, you got it. A little Stormhouse Brewing. What's on tap? What's weekend. on tap is brought to you by Stormhouse Brewing. Stormhouse Brewing is a South Florida-inspired brew pub focusing on great beers, tasty food, and creating a unique atmosphere for all to enjoy. All right, Cook we might as well, for what's on tap, just promote what's coming up later today here on a kickoff Friday on yeah, ESPN. Yes, we should, because I told you we had to be out early today, and we are not. ACC Media Days at 1 o'clock is on tap, and Big Ten Media Days at 2 o'clock with one and only Ken Levicka. The Canes, the Knowles, 5-6, to six, and then our locals, 6-7, to seven, all from College Media Days, all right here on ESPN 106.3. All right, that comes up immediately. Sorry, Coquel. He's Coquel. I'm Ken Levick. I've been live from Indy on ESPN 106.3. Bye.